There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Ya yo, ya yo, everyone. The Yonko table has set sail yet again on the second episode of the hit TV series on Paramount Plus, Halo. If you guys didn't hear us last week, we were praising certain aspects of the first episode of Halo and raising some questionable concerns on uh, other parts. But overall, we were optimistic about the future of the Halo TV series. We wanted them to go into detail on certain aspects of the lore. And I mean, we, it left an overall pretty decent taste in our mouths. And uh, we're now blessed with the second episode of the Halo TV series. And um, with me to uh, deep dive this is uh, fellow Supernova Toasty. Uh, Toasty, yeah. <laughs> are you for this episode? I can see the excitement in your eyes. Um, this episode was practically the calm before the storm. Uh, last week, it was all calm. We're like, okay, you know, this hope the weather is gonna clear up, everything will be fine. No, that was a category six hurricane. So yeah, nothing. Like this episode was utter, garbage that is let's just get started we need to I, break this down like one i mean by one. oh my god so you remember last week how uh we had some scoops on how early press reviews got access to the second episode yeah. and they were saying oh my god the second episode though was really bad but you know, most people only saw the first one and they were kind of optimistic yeah. i went in with an open mind i'm like you know what maybe some people are looking for the wrong things in this series and maybe that's why they thought it was bad but i mean good lord <laughs> this episode i just okay right so what happens it picks up right where the last episode left off right yeah him on the ship with the girl and they going to a mysterious place honestly i cannot tell you the name just because the first thing i saw when i watched the episode was the master chief's face and i don't know about you his face aggravates me. His face aggravates me. I'm not sure if it's because we associate him with porn stash from Oranges and New Black or because I don't think he makes a good Master Chief. He just aggravates me. That's it. And to me, like him going to that planet and meeting with the girl, I'm like, why is your mask still on? Why is your armor off? Like, why is your mask still off? Like, why oh, is your oh, armor right. off? It was constant questioning. Like, I've, I don't think we ever seen master chief with his armor or helmet that much in any other content before it's as if these producers play the multiplayer of halo and they say you know what let's just create a video game about this but let's not go into the lore let's not do anything else let's not even bother and the ending confirmed that to me um how do you call it uh I need to double check this on who exactly said this but one of the showrunners of the games of, of the games one of the showrunners of the show sure, yeah, yeah. came out and said they never played the games before it shows. never played and i'm like dude you've got to be kidding me like it 
This like, is Avatar The Last Airbender level of clonery. This is Dragon that Balls, bad? the that movie bad? level of clonery. I don't yes. know about that. I don't no, know about that. It is that bad, my man. Like, they broke almost every rule of the Halo series so far. This is a show for people that are fans of science fiction shooting door. That is it. It's not a show made for Halo fans. As I mean, regardless of how it has good part, if you are a fan of the video game series, you go into this show thinking that, hey, it's going to show a good representation or a good adaptation of the lore and game that I love and enjoy and grew up with for the last 20 years. No, 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 no. You're dead wrong. This is not the place for that. I mean, like, at the end of the day, Halo is an action first person shooter right yeah. we're in it for i mean they have the the background of the lore that gets us invested and asking questions and wanting to know what happens next but you know the um i don't know the uh i don't even know what the term is but i guess like the narrative piece that keeps that pushing along is the gameplay right and the gameplay yeah, yeah the action the shooting right which we did and, not get a single bullet fired this entire episode just let you know and not a single bullet was fired not a single Halo game <laughs> not a single bullet and, and and you know that's not to say you know i need shooty shooty bang bang in every like minute of 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 a, of a series like this but i mean if you're not gonna give me that you what what you show me better be engaging it better be good i just wasn't invested in this because what happens uh john uh the master chief a he has his helmet off the entire time it, it it bothers me yeah yeah it, it, it's irksome it's Sorry, irksome. because part of the fun in the lore is that sometimes master chief is stalking and you don't know how he feels about something yes because he has a monotone voice so sometimes there's a situation and in the game it would zoom into his helmet and you're wondering is he angry is he you're sad? trying to read what him because on? like he probably doesn't even know what emotion he's experiencing because he's like a robot but when you because, see his yes. face that takes away there from it, it oh does. my god it does, and that was my issue. Like, yeah, let's not get lose track. Let's start from the beginning. Right. Um, he was in the ship. I believe he got a flashback of when he was younger, which is fine. We had that That's in the fine. games before. Right. And well, not flashbacks to when he was younger in the games. Mm, um, did we not? We didn't have a flashback. Of no. Kid. No, because he in the in the the golden timeline. Um, yeah. he, he he remembers his time as a kid. Um, yeah. but he just doesn't care about okay, it like, okay. like you know he's a soldier now you know fighting for the good fight uh okay, this yeah. one they kind of changed it where he doesn't remember anything because like you know the i guess the hormones or the hormone uh, whatever but they inject him with remembers the last 10 years because it felt like before he was a spartan when he was a teenager um which is the scene where he got the flashback uh he was in the barack he woke up he went to go see a friend that was wearing a type of like it looked like a spartan armor but not fully completed in right. a way um i don't know about you uh that black kid did not know how to act i feel <laughs> like he exaggerated too much it, it's just me like i saw him i was like my man you got this right let's go brother you're gonna do this and i was like oh my god at least at this one just give, <laughs> give me spartan lock he had better acting than this kid. actually yeah and spartan lock was very like stone cold like serious like he he showed no me, expression give me spartan lock over this guy and loki i was hoping that it was spartan lock even though it would have made no sense 
in terms of like story building because they train a different section i was like oh that'll be a nice cameo you know turn out right it it was just some random kid and the kid wanted to run away he asked master chief hey you're my friend let's go with me we're gonna run away from this master chief obviously goes into a military mode no i won't betray the unsc no i'm giving you five minutes to run away oh and and it's like like, that's not really master chief like it's not a robot but he's also compassionate especially for his friend especially towards the friends i mean yeah. again I, I don't i think this is a new character i don't think it's a an old one i could be wrong it might be some you know backlog character in the extended more lore days for that encyclopedia my man 12 more days 12 more days but um yeah i mean i i just wasn't a fan of like john even attempting to stop him he ultimately didn't stop him but in yeah. a way he kind of did because he gave him a five minute head start yeah. and he still like, rad i mean oh man i don't know man and i get it it's 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 still young john so it's like he's still growing but at the same time i think he's still the same way a little bit yeah and the, the way guy he is made now. it seem like they were really really close as if they were best friends to the point because he kept he telling was, him john come with me come with me yeah dude. let's go let's go we need to run away we need to stop this i'm like okay like obviously this guy is not gonna he's john is not gonna run away because at the beginning of the series he was still master chief but the way he acted i assume he would have done something like don't worry i have to stay behind but i won't tell anybody just go i would have expected that from master chief i not that barely not <laughs> i don't think i can't even think of a word i can say that won't get this podcast in trouble <laughs> and ben like he was such a little <laughs> yeah yeah, let's just go with that. Just put a blank word and choose your word. Like it pissed me off. Like right. all the characters, like he was a snitch. Fought. He was a snitch. Yeah, he like, was a snitch. It felt out of place. Right. Like, I. Oh, go ahead. No, and it felt out of place because again, Master Chief is not above breaking the rules. He did that. Obviously, I mean, in this series, he did it in the first episode by saving the girl, and he also did it in the game when he had to save Cortana. So. The fact that this character was like the opposite of Master Chief, I, you know what? If that character was Locke, it would have made more sense. Spartan Locke. If it was Spartan Locke, where he's a he's saying I'm I live by the rule, I breathe by the rule. Uh, I don't care if you're. Oh, if it was it. Locke in yeah. Chief's position, saying... yeah, in Chief, like if they, they okay. switch, yeah, that would have made more sense than Master Chief. Yeah, just to me, yeah definitely chief was the wrong choice to have in a flashback like that and and i always hate these type of um ways of storytelling where they introduce a fl- they show a flashback of you the main character or whatever interacting yeah. with someone you've never seen before and and they always do it in the beginning of the episode and as soon as we saw that character i'm like we haven't seen that guy yet and this flashback seems so out of place Oh, there he's probably gonna meet him later in the episode. I hate storytelling like that. It's very lazy because it's just it's just like, oh, by the way, here's a flashback so you know who we're gonna talk about, so that you know that they have a past, and then 10 minutes later, oh look, yeah, we met him now. Which is what happened. Literally, they were flying, they stopped by an asteroid belt, or you know, they were, I guess, um, how do you call it when you travel really fast? Oh, I think it's uh, uh, hyperspace, I guess. Hyperspace, hyperspeed, whatever the term is. They would do that. They came out of hyperspace in the middle of an asteroid belt. They dodged it because Master Chief is the GOAT. 
they go into a random, I guess, settlement, and boom, that guy that they needed just happened to be there, and he just happened to be the leader of that group of people that live somehow in a big enough place where it's not secluded, but you know, still secluded. And the UNSC somehow still haven't found that guy, even though he's prominent in the area. He has a nice house. Space a nice is family. really big, man. <laughs> Someone like. <laughs> Obviously, they don't care at this point. This is a guy that quote unquote run away and he's living the dream. He is. I mean, and, uh, yeah. No, uh, I mean, yeah, Chief gets there and they have this weird scene. I mean, this this to me was was cringe. I, I, I don't use that word a lot whenever I'm describing like a show or like a scene or whatever. To mm -hmm. me, this was cringe where, uh, you know, Chief and the girl, Quan, they're walking. And everyone is pointing their gun at them saying, whoa, Spartan, UNSC, bad, UNSC, bad, military, bad. So, so, uh, but the cringe part was they got like a forklift to block their way. Yeah. And, and then this guy off in the corner, he starts laughing maniacally like a villain. He's like, I'm like, it's not even, like, it's that too, but it's like, why are you laughing? Like, what? What is? What is funny about this scenario? Like, yeah, I stopped him. Yeah. I'm obviously. Like, what are evil. we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Like, I'm, I'm just so. I was so confused from that scene. I'm like, and then you know, ooh, Master Chief strong, and he moves it to the side. Yeah. I'm like, that's the least impressive thing I've seen him do. The man has done <laughs> so much more than moving a forklift out of the way. Oh. Um, but, uh, it's like you said, he meets his buddy right then and there. Um, and oh my God, I, they, he met his friend so that he can try and find out what that artifact does. And he gets introduced to this crazy dude in a jail cell, uh, Reth, I think. Reth. That was, that was another cringe. I, I hated this scene. Okay. It was go ahead go ahead no okay for me it's a pet peeve of mine i found that no show can ever show a proper psychopath or a sociopath or a crazy mentally unstable unstable person they always do the same thing the eyes are wide open the teeth are always out as if they're a goddamn gorilla about to <laughs> warn you away and again always the yellow teeth and they always have that crazy like i'm like come on like, like they have rabies or something yeah they have rabies and it's an all they always do that and i found that every show that has done that is always lazy but it's as if they don't understand how what uh mental instability is and they just do something saying oh act like a crazy kid would act that's what they did like come on and i really and again obviously as a stereotype even though the character is crazy the minute you grab him by the throat and you hit him against the wall the craziness goes away and he starts speaking clearly Oh yes, dude. I'm sorry. I'm afraid. as if a violence fixes the the scenario. Yes. Like, yeah, or as long as, as you if, shake him hard enough, they'll speak clearly. Or as if he's an unstable kid that you just need to give a couple ass whooping, and he's gonna straighten up and say, "Oh, he's actually serious right now." Um, let me just tell him what's going on instead of messing with him. It aggravated me that entire scene. Actually, from the moment he got into that, it planet, lasted way too long. Yeah, I minute, was oh, the God. minute he started talking to the uh, his friend zero sixty six. I think that was his code name or the number. I know it was the 066. the friend the the Spartan. yeah the black friend yeah okay, the Spartan okay. the one that I'm on the way. Um, I'm just gonna come sixty six. Soren, Soren, Soren. The minute yeah. he started talking to Soren until he left, I was bored. 
I was extremely yeah. bored. It was endless talking, endless dialogue. Soren was complaining that Master Chief was too serious, even though it's not his fault, because he was literally programmed to be like this. And honestly, overall, it's just it was cringe, dude. I hated the interaction. I hated everything about that scene. And then that's not even the end of it, because we go to I Charity, where things are even worse. But oh, you want to talk about High Charity? I mean, um, before we do that, go I mean, ahead. The only thing I can think of that happened in that scene was he talked to the friend, um, kid, and he talked to the wife. Um, but apart from that, that was it. I didn't really notice anything uh, too crazy. They didn't really mention anything at all. They kind of just talked remember. about their past and reminisced a little bit. They're like, I mean, I I know what they were trying to do with an episode like this. They they wanted to show like, okay, we're not just gonna do a, a retelling of the games with you know shooty shooty uh battles one after the that's other like they that's what we like but they wanted to world build right they yeah. wanted to make this what you know in between battles to make you care about what they're fighting for they want to show you like how certain towns are like yeah. certain uh outposts or you know how how this segment of society is like and you know i get it but you have to make me care at the same time it's not just like showing that to me it's automatically gonna be like, oh wow, I, I, I'm invested because you're showing me all these characters. You have to make it engaging. I was not invested in any conversation that Chief was having with um, this guy. Maybe part of it was because he didn't have the mask on. I maybe Honestly, yeah. maybe if he had the mask on, I would have been a little bit more invested because now I'm trying to read his face. Like, how is he? How is he feeling with every word that he's telling this guy? Exactly. Because again, if that was the game and a friend had spoken to him like that, it would have just zoomed it into his mask and now you're wondering oh snap is he sad is he angry that's one of the mystery that makes halo so good you don't ever really know how master chief really feels until the specific moment where sometime he has a breakdown and you notice oh snap he was actually hurt like you that's listen you can sometimes hear it in his voice like it, it cracks yes. a little bit or exactly. you hear it you hear it oh god and that's what's so good about and you see it in the games like like i know in the beginning of the first game when he's flying to space he pushes a covenant and throws them aside like they were hot piece of garbage but when he flew by the dead body of a unsc just his movement of him slowly pushing the body out of the way as if the person was a baby and it zoomed it on his mask you don't know or you cannot see that he was sad but you can see by his action that he is sad oh you, you that, mean uh, in halo infinite is yeah, Halo Infinite at right, the beginning right. of it when he was flying. It's one of those slight things if you go I back remember. and watch. I, I remember seeing that it. scene. I, I love yes. that scene. I love that scene. It was like a random pilot and he slowly pushed the body. It's a dead body, but he still slowly pushed it out of the way as if he still has respect, as if he's angry, sad that he's the only one alive and everyone else is dead. It's kind of difficult to do that when you can see all the impression, I mean, expression in his face and they're not even that good yeah and so now it's like oh he's stoic and this like monotone but like you see his voice i mean you see his face so now it's like there's no investment anymore now you know oh he's just monotone he's just talking like this yes and the um, mission i also hate the fact that they make it seem that master chief is the chosen one i hate the fact that you keep having vision about the ring and i i don't know did he have visions about the ring i thought he had a vision um, about his past he had a vision about his past, but the guy said, again, I need to go back and rewatch, but the crazy guy said that he saw the ring and he asked him, what does that mean? And he said, he means the end of it all. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. And again, yeah. he we saw the ring again because when we do go to high charity, which is the next scene anyway, right. the Covenant soldier he did the circle of the ring because he was in right, the cave. Right, right. I remember he that. He was in the cave when Master Chief first saw it, so it's implied oh, that again, okay, okay, okay. he right, right, did right. see the ring. But yeah, let's move on right. to whatever. The Covenant. I mean, yeah. Um, again, a my, it's a minor nitpick. It doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. I brought it up last week, um, but the, the, um, the high profits, uh, mercy, truth, and regret. They got the chairs right. Where's the headpieces, my man? Where's the headpieces? Like, I, I don't know, man. That that to me sells it that they are the high prophets. Because even in the lore, this. I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna get into it. It's not that big a deal. It just it's just like ugh, it kind of irked me, but whatever, right? Um, so we get we get this girl character again, um, where that elite basically, like you just said, describes oh yeah, uh, I saw a halo ring uh, from that artifact that that guy touched, that Spartan. And this girl character is like, oh my God, send me out there to retrieve it or whatever. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, I don't understand. Like she doesn't have any combat prowess or anything really to, if the prophets, because okay, Mercy's making it seem like she's very valuable. Right. I can tell you why. Um, I figured it out. And as I was watching, I was like, this is the connection they're trying to make. And the series, we know that the humans are the only one that can activate the ring. They probably told her that she's connected to their great scheme of religion. So in a way, she is equal to the three, um, to Mercy, True. And, right. Um, yeah. She, yeah. Yeah. She, she's equal to She's that. up there. So. So even though she's not a military leader, she is still upper, upper class, which is why she wants to go to the ring because she knows it's related to her. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I, I, I so, didn't mean like in terms of uh, like, you know, her status, like who is she to yeah. say that she wants to go? I just mean they know a Spartan has this thing in his hands and it's in the military and yeah. they're going to send essentially a child like how how are you, you going to get it how are you going to get it back she's like oh yeah you know i can blend in and stuff i'm like okay and i did oh yeah she's gonna group up with them she's gonna pretend to be a friend and she's gonna end up trying to betray them but then she's gonna have a change of mind at the end of the season and then stay with them she i mean they they already teased it in the first episode like she yeah. has a soft spot she has a i mean there was a scene where she was getting undressed and they really wanted to focus on her being naked i was like okay it <laughs> felt out of place like it dude. felt out of place I, it, it did show a scar on her back and i'm like okay i'm guessing that'll Again, tie into something it's uh, like when she was shot or hit when she was a kid kidnapped by the covenant that's probably what it is. Again, nothing special. This is not something that needed to last the two minutes or so that it lasted. Yeah, it was just a really but, long scene. I was like, yeah, it was, what is this? It was out of place. Right, That's right, the issue. right. It was just out of place. I feel like they just threw it in there and say, oh, by the way, this Eye candy. is almost like HBO. Let's throw some nudity for Walmart Khaleesi. And again, look at her. She has a scar too. Oh I yeah, mean, it felt like a Khaleesi almost. Yeah, because there was no blood Khaleesi. or gore or anything in this episode. Yes, there we go. Wow, more Khaleesi, my dude. Well, <laughs> great value, Khaleesi. Exactly. Like that's um, all it is, and like 
obviously it's still aggravating that she has such a leading role to the point where she can talk back <laughs> to the covenant leaders like this it may seem that again she's equal to them so weird but whatever um the only other thing that kind of brought this episode down is the military parts of it where actually i would say there's something we haven't spoken about before we talk what? about the military um the girl her planet medgard it's been taken over by some random madrigal not midgard midgard oh stop but you know what midgard i've called it right now it's midgard yes is it midgard from like um what is midgard from that's from norse mythology Um, that's right you know i have god of war on my mind there we go um madrigal that's why i need the book whatever um that place has been taken over by some random guy that used to rival the oh yeah i which is weird uh, because it may seem that her settlement that got slaughtered was the only settlement around the town i mean around the planet but then it went to that place where the guy was and it may seem like it was a bigger city than the city she was in at the beginning i mean they they did allude to it again i would need to watch rewatch the first episode but you did see this guy on like a news broadcast um in the very very beginning um you see everyone like eating or uh playing games in that bar area and um I-, I remember there was like a broadcast of like that character that evil guy um I think his name yeah. was Varner but it-, it starts with a V the generic um, villain the generic villain and it's like what what is this because this is on planet Midgard and uh it's like yeah. I mean, is this going to extend anywhere else? Is this going to are we going back to Midgard at some point? Uh why why are you showing me an insurrectionist uh character when it's like, okay, I thought that was just for the beginning. We're now into bigger and more important things with like the covenant, halo rings, potentially the flood. Why are we still worried about Midgard and this guy going psycho on Midgard unless we're going to go back to Midgard? possibly at some point i don't know they found the um i guess the key to the ring on that planet so there's probably more stuff down there they didn't fully investigate the okay ruins. okay right so they're definitely going back to the ruins and again um that's still a part going again it's a little bit all over the place with this episode because it may seem that that planet was secluded but now um it make it seem that um even though that plan was secluded it may seem that um how do you call it they were unaffected by the war for the last 10 plus years oh yeah because they the didn't reason- know who, who the covenant was either yes or, or they knew about them but they thought it was unsc propaganda they never Which encountered them they didn't know about them but today we met the wife of soren who said that she was from a similar outer colony that was destroyed by the covenant and she knew about the covenant so right. i'm wondering where this planet is how important it is because again that might be why uh, i mean i don't know why the covenant would not go there but honestly i don't know man i i'm trying to connect the pieces of the puzzle it makes no sense because this right. planet was secluded in the middle of nowhere it seemed that it was just a bunch of peasants. It, that... It's 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 the outer colonies. That's, yeah, it may yeah. seem like it's a bunch of peasants running to run themselves, 
Then at the beginning of the show, it may seem that they're not that important to the UNSC. They didn't know about anything going on around the place, including the 10 plus year war that the UNSC was fighting against the Covenant. But now they're the most important planet or potentially the most important planet in the lore because that's why we found the key to find the Halo ring. Right. And now they're making it seem that there's some guy that's trying to take over that planet that is now one of the most important places in the mythos, which means we are going to go back there. Right. Master Chief, quote unquote, is going to have to liberate those people so that Quan Ha can become the new leader of the planet. Quan Ha, the teenager, the the Kazikage of the... Yeah, because she kept looking at the news report and I'm like, dude, like this show, like it seems like and again, if, if those listening, if it makes no sense what we're saying, is that's how it was explained to us in the show. The things right. are being going left and right, and you're trying to wonder, dude, what the hell is going on? One yeah. minute, this girl's from a backwater, the next minute, it's an important place. Now they have a military dictatorship in the place. like, And somehow they didn't know about the most important war for the last 10 plus years. Like, for God's sake, man. Yeah, that's that's a problem. I mean, they, they, they never encountered the covenant but they knew about them but they didn't want to believe they thought it was unsc propaganda they're like Which oh unsc talking out their them. ass yeah, right 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 they never met the them. boogeyman quote unquote and if the covenant had been to that planet before they would have wiped them out oh yeah easily uh i mean again i don't know what the budget is but we're two episodes in the covenant only seems to be elites and prophets so far no grunts no jackals no hunters there was no battle scene in this episode there was no battle scene there was no battle Um, scene and that one meeting they had it was just a meeting to get information from the guy from the last episode i don't know man i i i bet there are no grunts i bet there there are are no grunts or jackals (laughs) no that's the i'm assuming that's the royal chamber of the high prophets and I mean, uh, Toasty, you know about history or at least, uh, you know, medieval times. Weren't there like royal, like, you know, sentinels? <laughs> Not sentinels, but every king or queen had a guy that had to protect them. A royal guard around, yes, like, guard. you don't know if the person coming in the is going to assassinate them or yeah, whatever. Quote, you know? unquote, the hand of the king, because that guy, if the prophets had looked at him and say, you are banished, we're going to kill you. He could have easily jumped and then rip each of their throat out and then walk out. No defense, no defenses whatsoever. Yes. Just, so, I, budget. It's budget. It's budget because it you know no what? Sense. What's uh, what's easier? Make a, a an empty room that's white with just three CGI prophets and a CGI elite, or filling that room with believable you know uh, elite guards and maybe like a walkway to show like you know where you have to walk to like maybe it's like a flight of like you know those those intimidating stairs up to like the throne i guess you know you know the typical monarch uh throne room type of stuff and if that was the game you know it was going to be like a stadium the prophet were going to be sitting in oh, the yeah. and then the side was going to be full of the covenant soldiers and population screaming at that guy from for running away from battle and once he told brandon them brandon the, ring, the arbiter yes break it dude <laughs> break him <laughs> break him there we go they were gonna ask to break this poor bastard oh down. my god i mean but yeah that. the guy seems like we this is the 
in the first episode, they singled him out as the elite that saw the hologram. And then they singled him out again in this episode as the elite that's reporting it to the prophets. And I keep wanting to think like, is that going to be the arbiter? But it has at, to be. But at the same time, they're not they're not letting him really do like talk or or uh, dialogue, engage with anything. He just, for God's sake, they asked him, what did you see? And like a child, instead of just saying what he saw, he's like, honestly, I thought that was I'm, weird because we know the like, bro, can speak. They have a get out of here. They're not <laughs> like. They're not illiterate savages. They're not barbarians, like, man. It's like, yeah. That's how I'm like, bro, that, that's not the Arbiter. There's no way they're going to make a clown like him like that. There's just no but way. He has to be. He's the single elite that has appeared in two episodes. He's the only member of the Covenant that has appeared in every episode so far, apart from Mercy. And Mercy doesn't count because he's the prophet. He's so. the prophet, yeah. And I mean, technically also, but whatever. Yeah, maybe. Okay, so maybe because he found the ring, um, and he's the one reporting it to them. Maybe be... they'll task him with, you know, okay, we know the ring, we know where it is. Here's yep. a fleet. Here you go. Go take care of yep. it. He fails, and then arbiter time, baby. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. And he's most likely gonna be escorting the girl, which is what's gonna happen. He's gonna fail when he loses the girl. He's gonna Brand come back him. and they're gonna Break say, him. you lost her. Break <laughs> him. <laughs> and there we go. That's all that's gonna happen. That's... Watch. All right. Because okay. Yeah. Obviously the arbiter was a military genius and he became the arbiter because of utter clownery with the first game. But this guy, he's gonna become the arbiter because he loses the girl. But then again, who the hell's know? They so didn't play the less. game, so they probably don't even know who the arbiter is. So they probably don't. I mean, yeah. they they play enough. Okay, like they play enough of it to know some of the major characters because we got Admiral Hood. Admiral Hood was in this episode. Uh, mm -hmm. If you remember Admiral Hood, he was the like the the admiral in all white. Yeah. Um, in the first of three Halo games, I think he's mentioned in the later ones, but you never really see him. Um, but we got Admiral Hood and. That, that's really about it in terms of like new military characters again the military side of things where it's like halsey uh keys Jeez. hood like everyone's d debating with each other i i'm still it's winning boring, for johnson man. where is johnson where and, and to be fair we could maybe get sergeant johnson at some point because uh again i'm gonna rationalize his rank in the military assuming he's still sergeant johnson it wouldn't put him in a room like with with some of those elite military people because you know these yeah. are these are people that lead fleets and yeah, discussing he's in this the stuff. Battlefield. Right, right. So there's still potential. We might see a Sergeant Johnson at some point uh, in this season. But um, yeah, man, th this stuff about Halsey and and the Cortana project, I, and and apparently I think the Cortana thing is supposed to be some type of human like that's gonna. <laughs> be the ai i'm just like what what are you confused. guys doing i was I confused know. about that because i was like dude are they taking like the person or are they copying their brain into like an ai or is it gonna be like you know a virtual reality where they put on the mask and go to sleep and they wake up like avatar and the ai cortana body that way it's technically an ai and they have i guess um increased intelligence but they can also be somewhat human because they may have seen that she was a clone, a potentially a clone of Alzi. 
Because right. they did mention oh, that they, that the flash a, cloning. They asked yeah, the, the flash cloning. So she might be a clone right. of Alzi. And again, she has all of the intelligence, if not more. Right. But the weakness is she has a real body. Which was, I don't know. It makes I, you wonder: Is it gonna be like you know Avatar, where once he went into the Avatar's uh, blue people body, his body you could te- you could technically kill it and you still be alive, or right. is it gonna be where if you hurt the real body, the AI is gonna start hurting also? You know, right, you know right, what? right. It's weird because from what I remember in the lore, you know more than me about that. Cortana was not the first AI. Right, no, she she wasn't. There were there were other AIs uh, before Cortana. Exactly, and this lore, Cortana is the first. Right, yeah, yeah. It it does it does look like that. Um, yeah, she's the first artificial intelligence. Uh, and they hinted that you know the ultimate goal of this project is so that the AI can be put inside like a Spartan, and it can yeah. take over them. Yeah, like, eliminate like, any like and eh, decision that they make. And I'm like, okay, that's that's new. That's a new uh, element. I don't, I don't know if I'm a fan of it, but I'm not totally against it yet. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. The, the human part is weird. I'm like, dude, why can't you guys just just make an AI? Just make yeah, an yeah. AI and be done with it. You don't have to make all this complex stuff about flash cloning with the human and. You you're doing more work for your own they don't show. Even explain that, what it is that they're doing. That's not needed. Yeah, yeah. they don't even explain. They just say they just went big with flash cloning body AI, and they expect you to make the connection. I'm like, dude, no, that doesn't make any sense. You if that was if we if that was in the game, those of us played the game would have had background knowledge to understand what's going on, and right. there would have been articles saying, oh, by the way, for those of you who haven't played the game, here's what happened in the last episode. Why this makes sense, but this doesn't make any sense. No, it, it 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 doesn't. I yeah. I mean the military bits, whatever. Cortana, they they just need to introduce Cortana already so that there's someone interesting uh, to you know attach yourself to. Because right now, Chief without his helmet on bores me. All the characters beside Chief bore the hell out of me. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, man. I other than that. And what chief turns himself in after um what what is it oh yeah he he learns about what the uh the ring, the ring. is and the stuff about the uh, the artifact that he has and he's like i better go back to halsey honestly this is a part that would have never happened in the game the guy showed too much emotion he was like an angry brat trying to run back home Say, oh my god i have to go back home i have to go back home i'm in trouble i'm in trouble i'm yeah, in trouble yeah it seemed like a baby almost yes and he, like you know the guy even the... called him that like oh you're gonna run back to mommy like yes and if this is something again for those of you who do not play the game you don't have to play the game but if you watch like a quick summary of the games on youtube the story at least chief would not act like this chief would be again more monotone with his voice but at the same time he would sit down and say okay this is what we have to do it's not like he's an idiot. He would try to rationalize the situation and say, okay, the best situation is probably me going back there and giving myself up so I can report to Alsi what happened and maybe she can help. This guy instead just say, oh, snap. I just did some, something bad. Let me run and go back to mommy, quote unquote, and report to her. And gotta, again, Loki. Gotta report. Loki did like the, like the way they acted when he was in that prison cell. 
it gave me vibe from Homelander from the boys with the lady that took care of them. Oh, oh, right, right, right. I mean, I, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Like where yeah. it seemed that Chief and that scenario was almost like an idiot and he cannot think for himself and he had to get the approval or be practically calmed down by Alsi. That's what that scene gave me. Right. Saying, don't worry, it'll be okay, buddy. It'll be okay. You whatever you did will be fine. That's the feeling I got. Right. So. No, I mean, and you know, to be fair, like in the games, Chief in the main timeline, Chief has this affection towards Halsey. Uh, it's a misplaced affection. Like he views yes, it as obviously. like a a mother son affection, but Halsey is terrible she's a terrible person uh and uh she kind of like piggybacks off of that a little bit but yeah like i just i don't know in this one it, it just seemed more pathetic of chief yeah. in instead of more urgent like we need to go back to halsey i need to give her this i need to give her this data and so we i don't know yeah yeah i i i know what you mean yeah um, it was pathetic the way he was acting i mean yeah um and- what else but aside from that i mean there was really nothing else um we got basically the the alien girl she's going to be making a move to try and find out where the ring is probably yeah. being escorted by that elite. if we see the that arbiter. elite if we see the that arbiter. elite one more time one the more dope. time i will confirm it's the arbiter because dude. they're putting Man. way too much emphasis on this guy and again, they're gonna make it easy. They're gonna have him have the invisibility shield around him so he can oh. follow the girl. That way they don't have to spend that much money on CGI. They, they make him invisible, of course. Yes, so he's gonna be invisible just following her around or watching from the back. And since she is leaving High Charity, there's no reason for you to CGI any of the Covenant soldiers. Boom, it's a money it's a, saver. It's a W. <laughs> it's yeah. a W. Uh, but, I mean, yeah. That's what's going to happen. I want a full-blown battle. That's what I want. Because this is what Halo is known for. Halo it, is known for showing little small battle once in a while. I want to see an army or a battalion of humans fighting a battalion of the Covenant. Because so far, we're told there's a war. I haven't seen a war. I haven't seen a war. I've seen a battle. Exactly. Last week, I saw one battle. One battle. Um, and again, and it may seem Actually, that was the, that the only battle? In the- yes. That was it. <laughs> my man we're two hours in we had five minutes of battle and close to 120 minutes wow and a first person shooter adaptation yeah no 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 yeah that's uh that's a problem because like okay yeah what they try to do with halo in the second episode they want to make this this sci-fi drama like there we uh, go. and i'm yeah. like dude i Oh, it's not. That's not what Halo is. I want to see uh, some people lose their goddamn heads. That's what I want to see. I want Gears one. of War. <laughs> Dude, hey, they show a piece of that in the first episode. And we know based on the official mythos, that's what it would be if it was properly right. adapted and if the game was R-rated. Right, right, right. No, for uh, for sure. Um, it's, oh my God. I don't know, man. I, I wanted to remain optimistic going into this episode. Maybe... You know the people were th- that saw the episode ahead of us. They're like overreacting, or maybe they're looking for the wrong yeah. things. I would say they're on the money. I, 
I I mean, it could obviously get better with episode three and onward, but damn, did this episode slow down. And Not I mean, slow down. It came to a complete goddamn stop. We went in reverse. We, we went, went into got, reverse. We started rolling. We made down a U-turn. <laughs> Not a U-turn. We started rolling back down the mountain, screaming and pressing the brake, hoping to stop. So far, we're not stopping. And I hope the next episode does that. Because if we are getting Cortana next episode, I'm hoping the first episode start with them showing Chief and Battle using Cortana. Oh my God. What can save this? At least for me. And it, it's only if they do it right. Um, right now, Chief is with Halsey right um chief uh halsey is like getting ready at the end to like unleash the cortana i guess i don't know Um, but (laughs) next week it's making it seem like cortana is gonna come out and she's gonna meet chief because they're in the same vicinity of each other and they're gonna get the interaction and that's one of the things that saves uh halo's like narrative when like you're in between like segments where it's other characters talking it's that dialogue between chief and cortana if they can nail that and if they focus on that instead and not worry about quan or (laughs) solon yeah cortana cortana chan (laughs) oh my god um i i i want to say they can save it but no, if they if they if they fumble the ball on the Cortana and Chief relationship, there's no saving this. The, no, at that 100%. point, you could only look forward to the the battles. No, that, that's Literally, the only time. Literally a hundred percent. And the only thing they could do if they don't really interact with each other, I'm a, I'm assuming by the end of the season, um, they're gonna fast forward to the lore, and they're gonna show the Covenant after the Covenant loses and. Midgard, quote unquote, Midgard, they're yeah. gonna show them attacking a reach with the Arbiter <laughs> Covenant leading oh, okay. the troops. I could see okay. that, and I could see the second season starting with she trying to save the real body of Cortana because technically in the game she does get a real body, but that's not how she has a real body. So I'm assuming this is how they tried to mix up the plot for us. Oh, like like that's how she had that's how the AI has a body is because yeah. there's an actual body. Body? Somewhere. Yeah, even though in the game oh she built her own body. They yes. just heard, oh, Cortana made her body. They probably read the wiki. Cortana made her body. Boys, we got this. We got Let's this. Let's create a lady. There we go. I'm cutting just, it right now. I... We'll have to wait and see, man. All in all, I think people last week were right on the money that saw the first two episodes. Yeah. This, this second episode would have soured everything that I saw in, in the first episode. Um, And, uh, I mean, we'll wait and see what happens, but it's not it's not looking good. Uh, not good. It's either right we now. don't get to see Reach, uh, we don't get to see the fall of Reach, or we don't get to see the ring. I'm cutting it both. They're not going to show us the ring. Until either the you think they're season. not going to show us the ring in season one? I feel like they're either going to show us arriving to the ring, or they're not going to show us uh, the fall of Reach. And the fall of Reach has to come before the first. The ring is discover. I mean, not. I mean, yeah, well, it was discovered. It doesn't have to happen. But they, even though it's a, you're right. It, it, it's a significant part of the main timeline that Reach yeah. falls. Um. Yeah. So. I feel like they're gonna fumble the bag with with, with Reach. And, no, uh, they do because they introduced two things too really fast. The ring is introduced too really fast. The ring should have showed up 
end the second season maybe after reach's fall because again based on if the body is cortana's body that's gonna copy what happened in halo reach where the group of spartan had to save cortana Noble and deliver sticks. her to master chief and again if that covenant elite soldier is supposed to be the arbiter he has to conquer reach before he loses the ring which turns him into the arbiter right because the, the only reason he turns to the arbiter is because he fumbled the bag even though he was their greatest military soldier right right now he's not giving military right now he's not giving like fleet uh commander vibes he just seems like a a, a grunt. grunt a grunt <laughs> yeah that's what he seems like he, like he doesn't he, he wasn't leading a squad of elites from what we could see he's just kind of like there um, oh, actually it was so, possible that he was leading them and he sent them out to go kill the human that had discovered them while he stayed behind as the leader to investigate the relic i mean it's it's possible i just yeah. my problem with him being the arbiter is that this man has barely spoken <laughs> and the arbiter he, is he a did the finger thing yeah you know what no this cannot be the arbiter because <laughs> the arbiter i swear i swear and i think i even told you this before the arbiter's dialogue is so articulate and shakespearean yep. i'm like bro those are honey to my ears man yep. keep talking <laughs> and this guy if he's the arbiter he's going with, with, with the bigger. ring i'm yeah. like bro this cannot if this you know what i'll be even more pissed if, if, if this is the arbiter i'll be even more pissed if this is the arbiter because if it is the arbiter then that means they butchered my boy they butchered him. Watch until they give him a white uniform instead of a black one. Just wait. A white That's what they're going to do. Oh or are they going to give him a red uniform and say, oh, he's not a royal guard. He's red because he carries the blood of the covenant soldier he lost. There we go. <laughs> That's kind of cool. I mean, <laughs> oh or, or maybe, no, no, no. He, he carries the blood of all the soldiers that uh, lives that he sent into battle. So he carries yes. that weight with him. Their blood yes, is obviously the armor has to be heavy because heavy yes. is uh whatever the word is of sentence is heavy is the responsibility responsibility of the fucking warrior or something i don't know oh no i i, I yeah I, you know I, what quote I, i'm yeah, trying to say yeah 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 yeah, yeah whatever like, i'm thinking of the one the one about crowns like heavy is the crown of uh oh it, yeah it's it's, it, it, it's it's something to do with monarchs yeah I, I can't this remember guy it. No monarch he can't barely yeah. talk he can barely he can barely speak illiterate. Uh, he, he can't even speak the alien language he's native to so yeah whatever man we'll wait and see how the next episode goes um but i would say that wraps up our thoughts here at you the yunko table for episode three Not if yet. there was i didn't okay. see it i i let it Never play mind. out at the end uh to see if you know end credit scene oh, oh no i thought you read like an article oh no 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 sweet no yeah yeah no I, I i don't know any i don't have any insight into what the third episode is okay. um we'll have to wait and see but okay. second episode l <laughs> big l yeah. um you know i appreciate the effort in trying to world build uh you know this new timeline of halo but it just wasn't for me i don't um, appreciate clownery so no <laughs> screw their world building yeah, the wall building is garbage. I want shooty shooty. <laughs> I want shooty shooty. I want to see head pops off. This is what I'm here for. 
I'm not here Fair to enough. see drama. This is not some random drama, high school drama. This is Don't war. you want to see UNSC um admirals bickering with each obviously. other? Like obviously cloning is bad even though we're losing the war. We cannot be immoral of all things. No. Of all things. It's not like we kidnap children and force them to be super soldiers for us. To be fair, that was Halsey. That was Halsey. That was Halsey. My dude, with with, with the support of the goddamn UNSC. No, 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 no. They did not support that. They They allowed it. They allowed it. They they turned, (laughs) they closed their eyes and they looked the other way. Exactly. Because if you're walking down the street and you see some poor bastard getting his ass whooped and you laugh and you say, oh, look at this. And you start filming. You're so Supporting this, you might say I didn't beat anybody up, but my man, you had your cameras out and you were laughing. You're supporting it. Oh, this my is what God. happened. This is what happened. But yeah, that's all what we have to say here at the Yonko table for Halo, the Halo TV series episode two. Um, let us know what you all think. Did you guys like this episode or? Is it just us? I don't know. Like, I, I, I think you guys heard enough of us. Um, we just are not fans of the second episode. Uh, hopefully the third one and the subsequent episodes after that pick up the pace and we get more shooty, shooty, bang, bang, because I'm telling you, like, what made the first episode so good was the aesthetics that we saw with how the characters looked like, but then the action. And even though the CGI was kind of off, in some areas here and there the action was pretty dope it was nice you got to see the inside of the helmet you got the health bar you got the sound effects um it it was all cool it was all cool but this episode none of that drama unsc bickering uh flashbacks to childhood this is not halo (laughs) this is not the needler we're waiting for the needler i'm waiting for the needler we got plasma rifles uh, I think there was a plasma pistol, or awesome. maybe they were the same thing. I have yeah. no idea. But like you said, there there's multiple covenant, uh, you know, weapons. Plasma grenade, um, oh, the sticky um, one, the, the sticky oh, one. I, I, I'm I can't wait to see this. It latches on the chest, <laughs> and they're like, ah! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Uh, wait, because because that's another thing too. It's like. Imagine if they threw a plasma on one of the the characters in the first episode that's never encountered the Covenant. It would have stuck on them and they would be like, I can't get it out. What is this? I don't understand. It would have been better if they threw it on him and he ran into that little room where a bunch of people were hiding. Oh, (laughs) there we go. (laughs) And that's how the door blew up. That's how it blew up. They're like, oh, yeah, I don't. This is just a a leech. I don't know what this boom done. Um, but let us know what you all think of the episode. Uh, if you liked what we had to say, uh, you know, leave a like wherever you're listening to us. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter at the Yonko Table. Give us a like, give us a shout out, and uh, yeah, can't wait to see you guys and let us know your thoughts. But with that, everyone, I'm your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney, and fellow Supernova Toasty, signing off, guys. Take care. <laughs>